So, I mean, it's all like just preference. Yeah, but bro, really. come on. Buddha. The game, there's been what? plenty of games that have deserved the wrath, bro. You can't. Uh, I think I think every game out there deserves a wrath at one point or another. There's not, and not every game is everybody's cup of tea. Like you guys talked about Division Two earlier. To be honest with you, there is nothing about Division Two that interests me whatsoever. I watched streams of it. I almost bought it. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I hated Division One. I hated Division One. I'm sorry, Ty, and I and I know I, that's why I didn't say anything because I was like, Ty's gonna hate me for this, but. I was, I you know, Division Two just didn't. I, I tried because I, you know, you don't, you know me. I buy games, like you know, and I'm like, it, it just, it, it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't spark anything in me other than I've seen all this before. Like this all looks the same to me. Like I play Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I feel like that's what I'm looking at. Another oh, Tom Clancy yeah. game. You know what I mean? So it's like Wildlands. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with uh tie fighter buddha will and the one and only and special guest rugrat gaming we are part of the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge oh baby how are you doing uh we're we're back we're here we're ready to go let's let's dive right on in right on in uh first and foremost <clears throat> before we before we even get going we just want to say real quick uh that our hearts and prayers go out to the people uh, uh in uh new zealand with a senseless shooting in the in christchurch um we we, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers have gone out to to each and everybody involved, and just just everybody, uh, because it's it's senseless. We've we've come to the conclusion that it was done, really for uh, just to uh, some type of of uh, self uh, aggrandizement, and we don't really want to to dwell on it. So uh, we we just acknowledge. It happened, and again, we we feel uh, awfully about it. And and uh, we, again, our thoughts and prayers are are, are going out to everybody uh, involved and or are uh, affected. And uh, with that, go ahead, go ahead, Ty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we have some very close friends that are over there. I mean, Dizzy Baku, obviously, member of the Hardcore Casuals. Uh, and, uh, you know, many other streamers from, from Mixer and Twitch alike all over there. So, you know, we're sending our thoughts to you guys and your families, and we hope you all are okay, and we'll pray this doesn't happen again. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. <clears throat> um, 
All righty. So let's uh, let's just move on. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can always go to the hardcorecasuals.com, the website. Check out the blog. Check out uh, the, the uh, podcast notes. And if you do, please, please, please feel free to... Say a little hi. Say a little hi. Drop a little message. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it's always nice. Uh, we're putting in a lot of effort to uh, to set it all up and to 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 write the the uh, articles and whatnot. It's always nice to see a little note. You know, a little spark of uh, of oh oh somebody somebody appreciated it. You know, so so yeah so yeah the hardcorecasuals.com. Check it out. And uh, let's let's just let's not waste any any time. Let's dive right on in. Uh, Ty, well, first of all, I think before we dive into games, I think we need to introduce the man and the myth who's with us. Oh today, yeah, Rugrat. Oh before oh yeah. We, before we get too far, who is this You're man? Right. What who is he the doing hell here? is Rugrat? How are you? <laughs> Say hi to the peoples. His mic's muted. I don't think he knows. No. So we're having a lot of technical difficulties. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, everybody. It's glad I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. There he is. Word. Hey, where could we find you, Rugrat? You could find me on Mixer and Facebook Live. Just type um, in Mixer.com or Facebook.com slash Rugrat Gaming. You can't oh, okay. miss it. So it's Rugrat Gaming across the board. Yep, just the whole thing because Rugrat oh, is taken literally on every platform. Nice man. Tell us about like what you do, right? Are you streaming? Are you streaming particular types of games? Like what do you like? Well, tell me about your gaming life a little bit. What's going on over there? So I used to be just a solely Rainbow Six Siege streamer, um, and then one day I woke up and I just realized it just wasn't for me anymore. So since then, I've been kind of just trying to figure out, you know, what I want. I started doing variety, but I kind of want to find more of a direction. So I've been dealing with mostly like first-person shooters. Like I'm really diving into the division right now. Uh, Call of Duty is definitely something that's been catching my eye. I've been playing it a lot more. But yeah, no, I pretty much have played it all. Skyrim was definitely a big game that I played for a while. Um, but yeah, just kind of just trying to figure it all out, see where I want to be. I mean, I've been doing the streaming thing for uh, coming on two years. and I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, yeah, mostly first-person shooters. It is it's extremely tough. tough. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in that boat with you where uh, in the beginning of, well, not in the beginning, but there was a, a very large period of time during my time streaming where i focused solely on siege as well uh it was like november of 2017 through like april of of 2018 you know months and months and months and it was siege like four to five times a week i was always doing it and i built a, a pretty large following of people who were there to watch me play siege and to join me playing siege right it, all of a sudden the stream became kind of an lfg for playing siege and I got to the point, just like you did, where it's like, you know what? I, I think I'm ready to play games other than this 5v5 PvP on these same maps every day. And yeah, uh, I know some people still like really enjoy playing the game. Manny's a really good example of that. The game has that lasting quality to it 100%. Uh, but I like you guys know by what I talk about every week, like my heart is really in games that are uh, RPGs. They have loot and uh, they have, you know, meaningful uh forms of progression outside of just i'm getting better at this game and so i i miss that a lot a lot a lot and so um when i switched from from siege kind of back to my roots there uh i i know that struggle that you're dealing with right now because a lot of the people that show up to stream show up for siege and then all of a sudden when siege goes away unfortunately a lot of the people disappear and so you kind of have to find a new definition of what 
TIE Fighter is or what Rugrat Gaming is and then and try and build a community around that. And that's, that's a struggle, dude. So I, I definitely have a, a lot of respect for making that decision and recognizing like if Siege isn't doing it for you, then it's, it's while it's a big hit, it is, it is the best to follow kind of what you know is, is, is best for you. Yeah, man, happiness is uh, the most important thing when it comes to streaming. I mean, if I was happy playing Siege, then we wouldn't, wouldn't have any problems. But yeah, no, switching games and kind of trying to figure out where I want to be in this industry, it was it was tough. Um, also, changing your name is really, really difficult because people forget oh, for or sure. people don't see on social media that you changed. So I've had plenty of people come in and like, are, are you, uh, were you in the real rugby? And I was like, yep, yep, that was, uh, that was me. That was me last week. You know, we've evolved. I've reached my level yeah, 25. I'm now a, uh, I'm no longer a squirtle. Like you can put on your title there, Rugrat Gaming, formerly, formerly rugby. Right? I can only so, do that for so long. Right. Like on Twitter and stuff like that before I'm like, all right, if you didn't notice before, you're not going to notice now. Yeah, exactly. Well, best of luck to you, man. I hope that you're enjoying your times, you know, in, in other games and getting to experience some of the other things that gaming has to offer. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. Hope you hope you've felt that it, the, the switch has been worth it so far because I know it definitely has been for me. Yeah, it, it's a, it's growing pains, but I'm happier. I'm just ho- hoping that my community's also happy at the same time. Nice. I I think personally, as a as a streaming thing, um, it's it's better. It's more difficult to to ha- to to play a variety of games right because every single time you change the game up you potentially change the target audience right um and and you w- will inevitably lose some people right if if people come in thinking thinking that you are only this one thing and you change then they may they may not be interested right but but what it does is if they're not interested in in you and more of the game <clears throat> then they're that's not really the type of viewer that is going to uh just like you for you right if they're they're more in it for the game then then they're not really in it for you and or the community that you're trying to build right so it's it's slower it's more difficult but i think it's i think it's actually better in the long run you know that's no, that's my opinion because then people are there for you, not for the game. Like Ty probably yeah. knows when you yeah. when you're playing Siege, they're not there for you. They're there just for the Siege aspect of it. But like the people that keep coming back when you're playing different games and so on and so forth, those people are still there. So that's a community, not you know people that are just there just to be there. Like these are long lasting friendships, and you know I think like you said in the long run you'll be happier. It's just how much patience do you have to get to that point. Yeah, and well, and especially like you said, when you built it, when you start with on one track and then you switch, then it's like a, a drastic change up. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's like the sky oh, yeah. is falling. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but either way, um, happy you're here, dude. I'm really, uh, you know, Rugrat also one of the OGs of the of the hardcore casual stream team. So, uh, you know, he's been a great friend, team member, long, long time. Uh, since the beginning so big ups yeah. to you i'm so oh, happy wow, you're man. finally here um but let's uh without further ado let's 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 plug on through ty <clears throat> start us off what have you been playing yeah well this week? surprisingly i have been jumping back into the good old destiny 2 uh the annual pass which is kind of destiny's version of a season pass slash dlc pass thing continues to yield lots of cool things to do uh, so with the season of the drifter that started, what was it last week, two weeks ago, recently, 
we got new modes to play in. One of them was Gambit Prime, aka Sweaty Gambit. Uh, for those who don't know, Gambit is a, a PvP mode that was introduced with the Forsaken back in September, and now they've made like a like a ramped up version of it. And it's awesome. It's much more fast paced. Uh, they have assigned roles, uh, designated positions that you can play within your team. And it's really cool that you can actually gather armor that gives you perks that contribute to a specific role within your team for Gambit. Uh, sorry, for Gambit Prime. So that's very cool that you can kind of customize uh, your abilities and your experience with Gambit, which is a new and very interesting thing. And then secondly, they have a new uh, PVE experience and, uh, so, you know, uh, 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 non-PVP content, I should say, and it's called The Reckoning, and it takes place uh, in the hall, which is the big ball of stuff behind the Drifter's ship. For anyone who's played Destiny so far, we know what the Drifter's ship looks like, and it's carrying along this giant ball of just junk, but then it turns out you get teleported into the ball of junk, and within this ball of junk is basically its own little pocket dimension. Uh, and you're fighting taken enemies on the inside of this little pocket ball dimension thing. And you end up fighting the shadows of, of some of the most powerful enemies that destiny has ever had. And it's super interesting and it's got some pretty good rewards, uh, guns, and then, uh, armor that I mentioned before specific to gambit prime. So you kind of end up going back and forth between gambit and the reckoning and back and forth. And it's this really great loop that they've created. So I've been playing that a lot uh, with some friends, and that's been good. And then today started the Division 2, so I'm very excited about that. Um, not only myself, but a lot, a lot of other people have basically come back and said, you know, for the first time this year, or first time in a long time when it comes to one of these games as a service, uh, online, multiplayer, RPG, loot, shoot games, this is really kind of exactly what they told us it was going to be. We, we are finally getting what I would call a, a quote unquote successful launch. Like this is a, 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 a thriving alive world that has, you know, deep progression and lots of activities and lots of loot. And it, it doesn't come to a screeching halt the moment that you end the campaign. There's just lots of stuff to do. Um, I haven't made it to the end game yet, but I've been paying very close attention to what people are experiencing once they get there. And I, I'm going to tell you, I'm really, really excited to play more of this game. Uh, played four hours tonight and it felt like an instant just because everything is so smooth and so natural. And, uh, you know, we talked about how uh, Anthem really suffers from having a very segmented experience going from uh, going from Fort Tarsus to your mission to the end screen to Fort Tarsus to the mission to the end screen. And it's, you know, one loading screen after another. Whereas in the division two, the only time you ever see a loading screen is when you're fast traveling. But if you are assigned a mission and then you uh, go to where that mission takes place, you walk there and then you carry out the mission. And then when the mission's over, you just continue being your agent. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to see any loading screens. You can just, you know, walk over to the next street and keep doing whatever activity it is you feel like doing uh, all seamlessly. And so it's just, there's so much more immersive. You feel so much more into this world because you're not getting pulled out every seven to 12 minutes. And it's just, it feels really good. So overall, I'm, I'm very, very impressed with the game. Like, like I said, I only have about five or six hours worth right now. I played some tonight. I played some last night, right when it launched and I think I'm level six. So I'm just a little baby agent right now, but everything has been really rewarding and very, feels so smooth and so good. So I'm very, very excited. More coming soon. Once I get later in the game and I can write out all these thoughts.
Oh, baby. Yeah. I, you know, again, I've said I vicariously live or game through um, through your articles. So I can't wait yeah. to uh, to check it out. I do have to say, I, I, I think this definitely sets the benchmark for uh, as far as launches for these kind of games oh, by yeah. far. I, I've never seen people so happy on lunch. Uh, <laughs> a, a really good like thermometer for this whole thing is looking at the subreddit for uh for a game and anthem was was this really beautiful progression from uh what's this to wow that looks interesting to holy hell the hype train is real and you know reaches critical mass right before the game comes out and then when anthem came out it just went into a steady and then a sharp decline in positivity and all the posts go from being man i'm so excited to play this game to man i'm having fun playing this game to wow i have nothing left to do or wow the loot sucks or wow the devs don't care or wow we need our pitchforks and we need to blah blah, blah. like it's it got really toxic very very quickly whereas uh we're we're now like a week out from launch on the division um i know it technically launched last night but we had a lot of people jump in with early access earlier in the week so a lot of people have experienced it already and it is pretty much like they're saying exactly what you said like this launch is great everything is working like yes there's some technical difficulties here and there but there's nothing game breaking there are no ps4s breaking down uh the game itself runs beautifully there are still like there are tons of secrets that people are still discovering um generally overall people are enjoying themselves and are looking forward to what's coming next not tapping their right. toes waiting for the devs to fix a bunch of problems so that's huge, huge for morale, and it's great. And and um and I said this before, like the, like you are going into this ever is is getting more and more crowded. This space, right? And oh, yeah. you're not just going uh, against new other new titles. You're going against games with a significant amount of of established DLC and content, right? So any new player jumping into you know your new experience versus another one more well established been around for a year or so there's so much more to do like you have to really consider that when you when you drop your new game you know and it seems as if they've learned a lesson or two and and good for them good for them and and um, the game looks good from from everything i hear there's lots to do like you said and there's clearly a whole year's worth of content to come so that is very promising yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not even uh, what I'm experiencing is not even to speak of what's coming with, like we mentioned last week, an entire three three seasons of stuff, right? So it's super pumped, super oh, baby. pumped. <laughs> oh baby. Um. Alrighty. So I guess I guess I'll dive in. I've been playing the the older games. You know what I'm saying? I've been on uh, trying to do trying to do my backlog, which is a giant monster of uh, uh, uh it's like a it's like a monkey on my back you know what i'm saying it's like yo you bought me a couple years ago i'm still shrink wrapped you know ha 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 what do you, <laughs> right so i need to attack the backlog that's what i'm doing and and in such i've been playing um the dishonored right uh, and i've really been enjoying it uh, i just finished playing that today actually uh on my stream and I got I got to this point where the story kind of kind of shifted, and I love games like that where where you're following this narrative, and it's pretty cool and it's pretty engaging, and you think you know what's going on, and then the next thing you know, 
things change and you're like wait a minute what's going on here um but but th that's when they got you man the hooks are in you know so i'm like yo this this game now i can't speak for for the rest of you know dishonor 2 or whatever because i'm still playing through it uh but i am i'm in i'm in dishonored really good game uh, we're playing the uh definitive edition which has which has the whole kit and caboodle you know uh i believe it's on sale i got it uh on sale last year and again it's an older game so definitely check it out if you're if you're interested in in single player campaigns um and what else uh siege yeah of course i've been playing the new characters i like them they're really freaking cool i like uh the gridlock and mozzie the australian characters the map is really cool um their abilities are are definitely changing the game they feel balanced you know, nothing, nothing but good things. Nothing but good things. So they're not, they're not too overpowered. I know that's an issue sometimes with new characters. Some, sometimes they, I, I haven't heard of anybody really complaining about about these guys. I think they're they're very well balanced. Uh, and the interesting thing is that you're like the um, the types of uh, gadgets that they have. So gridlock kind of feels like a defender because the defenders have all these traps you know uh and you're beginning to see a, a change in the in attackers having these these types of traps right so uh you had um oh my goodness i forget her name uh starts with an n like nora something like that uh that that has that has this this like air javelin all right so if you walk past it it'll knock you down uh that's pretty cool and it helps to stop the flankers uh this one is very much like that her name is uh she's an attacker her, she uh is, her name is gridlock and her gadget is designed to to cause gridlock right so if you if you drive out out uh, in the worlds you know and uh there's there's the gridlock and or it's not not necessarily just driving but when you can't move is the flow has been stopped right uh, that's what's going on. You, you, you throw out this little, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little gadget you just toss on out there and it just explodes with these, these traps of different sizes. Uh, and they are kind of like a combination between Echo's goo, which hits you, slows you down and causes pain. And the, um, barbed wire, which is big and obvious, right? So they're big, obvious. You can see them. And you ha you're forced to deal with them. You can't just walk through them because it's gonna they're gonna cause noise and get hurt. So you might as well just get deal with it so you avoid the damage. But you're gonna take a lot of time, and and if you're not taking a lot of time, you're definitely giving away your position with lots of noise, whether it be shooting, and or um, some type of explosive. You know, so it's interesting. It helps with zoning. Uh, and and the Mozzie's character, you can take over different different uh, um, the attacker drone, which is very important. Uh, interesting with that is things like the thermite, not, not thermite, Thatcher uh, EMP grenade, which is designed to to take out electronics, is not affected, uh, or or that EMP does not affect. Uh, the attacker drones while under the de uh, uh, defender control, right? Which I find to be mighty interesting. Lots of, of different possibilities. Oh, you can take over uh, the uh, 
the shock drone, <laughs> which is also interesting. Yes. And that has to really hurt. That has to really hurt um, Echo. And uh, not Echo, uh, Twitch, right? Because you yeah. have these, 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 the, your special ability is a drone. And that junk gets uh, hijacked from I you. I have a question. Yeah, I go have for a question. it. If you take over, uh, sorry, not if you take over. If you are Twitch and you yeah. have your Twitch drone, is your Twitch drone capable of hurting your teammates? Yes, you can. Okay, so in theory, if you took over Twitch's Twitch drone, they might not even know you're doing it. What? In theory, yes. In theory, yes. That's so, hilarious. so That's they, so the when. It's not me. <laughs> when, uh, when you are, uh, watching it, the the attacker drone, the light is different, right? The light turns white. Right, but that's the only thing that's giving it away. It, otherwise, it looks it looks normal. You know, it's the same as when uh, the 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 cameras, the surveillance cameras, have been hacked by um, Dokabi. When 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 an attacker is looking at those surveillance cameras, they look white, the light instead of red. You know, that's the only giveaway. Uh, either way, you have to think twice when you see a drone. It takes more time, right? And and one of the things with the drone is you, you can see, like, sometimes the drones, they'll dance around you, and they'll be spotting you like crazy. This is a, a huge distraction, and you know when the drones are doing that, they're doing it because somebody is on their way. And it's... It's 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 very stressful, you know, because, you know, like, oh, my God, I got to kill this drone. But also, where are they? I don't know. They have to be close. They are most likely charging me. Right. So it creates these these different things. Are, is that a friendly drone? I don't know. I have to check. <laughs> right. I'm being spotted. Where is it? Um, so this this whole tension and psychological aspect of it, I think, is really cool, uh, and that's why I like the game. It, it, it like yeah, there's new characters, but more important than that, each character is a significantly different approach uh, to to the game, and of which you have to learn and and uh, and to, to 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 best the opposing team, you know. Um, so that's pretty much that. That's pretty much. Oh yeah, we played Gears with freaking Rug. We finished Gears three. Finally, uh, yeah, on, on, on the hardest difficulty, because be, I, I normally like to go on normal, but Rug, he, Rug, Rugrat was like, I demand to feel the sweet, sweet satisfaction of the hardest dude, difficulty. Rug, why would you do that to Manny, dude? That's yeah. cool. He's just I trying to have want, fun. I don't even want to talk about it, man. I'm just, I, I'm just, <laughs> I just want to enjoy the story like everybody else. But I can't. <laughs> so he, there was actually a clip, right? You actually created a clip. It's on. Oh, yeah, it's a uh, clip. It, it, where did you post it? It's on Twitter. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all Instagram, that. the whole the whole game. All right, check out that clip if you can. Is uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna link it. I'm gonna try and link it to the, um, on the the notes. Right? It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> he's there. So you gotta wait till the end. <laughs> Yeah, he's there. He's like, he's like, Manny, Manny, I hate to do this. Look, can we please just lower this, lower the difficulty, bro? <laughs> like, can we please? Uh, look, I, I'm just, I'm just dying. Like you can see the frustration, you can hear the frustration in his voice, right? <laughs> and I'm just there laughing. I'm like, bro, you please. just gotta believe, man. You just gotta believe we can do this. We got this, you know. And then I instantly go down and I make the funniest noise. 
Yeah. Pure he, okay. So, you know, when you see like, oh, they're triggered and, and they, they make the little uh, sound, uh, but like through editing, it happened naturally. <laughs> He was. He started convulsing. He was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, "Yeah, definitely I, change I that I clip out." It, it, it was. True. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, but I like. I like doing it. I know. I know. It's. It's uh, slightly. It's gaming masochism. You know, like a gaming masochist. Um, and it's because when you when you struggle through, and you learn how to how, like the mechanics, and you and you you have to really dig deep to to figure it out. But once you do that one second, there's a couple seconds right there when you do it. That's pure elation, and that is worth it, in my opinion. You know. But yeah. Uh, anyway, those are the games. Those are the games. Um, Buddha. We're gonna go with Buddha, and then we're gonna go oh. in with. Uh, we're gonna want to finish off with with rug. Uh, my week was short and sweet. I uh, I ended up getting into uh, some Black Desert Online. Uh, finally got my house. Uh, Manny knows uh, my frustration because uh, we were playing uh, some Magic on the side there, and uh, as I was uh, trying to figure out how to buy my house or what kind of house to buy, and uh, the problems that I was running into was. Eventually, I just went online to try to figure out, you know, through the interwebs what in the, what I should be doing. Um, and uh, what you run across is that, you know, because the game's been out on PC for such a long time, you run into a lot of tips and 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 tricks to do via PC and not so much on the uh, console. So that was a little tedious, but uh, I did finally figure it out, and I finally have a. Uh, a house to come home to now i just got to put stuff in it so uh, but other than that uh i'm still enjoying the game still running quests um tons of quests to do uh i finally got a handle on the fishing um which is my big thing i love to fish in games for whatever reason so uh finally started doing uh quests and missions pertaining to the fishing so uh, good times with that um then I also uh, got to play some uh, One Piece World Seeker, so I was really stoked to see that uh, on Xbox. So uh, I jumped into that right away. And uh, if you're a fan of the anime, it's really great. Uh, you don't have to worry about uh, if you haven't caught up on all nine thousand nine hundred and six episodes of One Piece. You can Is it actually, really that long? Uh, nine thousand? Nine thousand? Uh, nine thousand nine hundred and six episodes. I think Wait, they've got uh, nine movies. Uh, <laughs> something along those lines. It's one of the longest running anime shows out there. Um, oh, good God! I thought you. Yeah. Were, I thought we were, you just threw a number out. No, no, no. It started. Uh, this <laughs> no. anime started like around nineteen ninety three, ninety four, something Jesus. like that. And they usually run like a hundred something episodes a season. So Woo! it's, Dude, it's uh, like a soap opera. <laughs> yeah yeah it's no joke it's no joke but the good thing is is that you don't have to necessarily be caught up on the anime itself to enjoy the game the the game's story is a separate original story uh it does have the characters now you'll run across characters that are that are prolific through the through the anime but uh uh there's not anything that's going to spoil anything other than you're going to run into this character type of thing so um i haven't got a chance to play a lot of it so far uh I, I just dipped into it today so um 
but uh you know it, like i said if you're a fan of the anime if you're a fan of that style of uh of art and whatnot uh it's it's very pretty very colorful um and it uh i've been for whatever reason i've been jumping into the, all these anime games uh you know the week before last was uh, attack on titan and now now I'm, I'm doing one piece so it is what it is uh other than that uh i did finally get to watch uh captain marvel i did go and see it hey nice yes and uh yeah the hype is real it's very good it's 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 a good movie um it's uh one more piece in the uh uh mcu saga um you know you got to give uh you got to give credit you know i know a lot of people are saying you know well there's just so many marvel movies there's so much or so much but uh, never, never has there been a uh, uh, like a franchise that has sprinkled uh, little tidbits to a bigger story. You know, you you get the you get the 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 movie, and then there's always a bigger story out there that that it's 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 relaying to. Um, so at some point, we'll we'll get the. Uh, I saw. I just. I think I uh, saw the trailer yesterday for the uh, Avengers Endgame, and uh, it's it's pulling all those pieces together for the big uh, the big show. So, um, good movie. Uh, it's what I thought it was going to be. It's what I expected. Um, but uh, yeah, and that was pretty much uh, that was pretty much my week. Awesome. Boom. And now what you got going on, Rudd? Without further ado, yeah, the special guest Rugrat. How are you? Um, what games have you been playing there? Um, this week has been pretty much only Division Two. Uh, before that, it was a lot of Call of Duty, but the Division has just been fantastic. Everything so that I could have asked for. It? Yeah, Mixer gave me uh, early access. Ah, oh, sick. Yeah. Um, and I just got my PC code about three hours ago, so I'm thinking about testing it out. If not, I may give it away. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but. Yeah, been playing a ton of Division Two, and then Gears of War. We finally finished the third game after uh, a lot of pain and anguish. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. It was worth it, we got, though. We, we got we got it done. But yeah, no, pretty much that. I'm gonna continue playing the Division and Call of Duty. Um, I've been wanting to dive into looter shooters, but I feel like I missed a train on a lot of games. So I was like, all right, Division's gonna be my, you know, segue. That's into gonna be your genre. Plan. Yeah, because I feel like for uh, Destiny Two, I feel like it's too late like everyone's already established i would be that one kid who's like oh look at my little pistol uh it would be pretty tough to catch up yeah i I was actually talking about this with a buddy today that like yeah like you could definitely catch up in power like destiny has created methods for you to get pretty much up to speed on like your power level but it's it's the grind that would you would have to go through in order to get like you know those weapons that like everyone says you got to have to do the raid or you just like the powerful exotic weapons some of the some of the grinds for those are are really real and uh those of us that have been playing for a bit we've been able to take those on kind of one at a time but for you coming in right now i'd be like oh well man you got to do the sleeper grind and you got to do the whisper grind and you got to do this grind (laughs) and that grind and they're like serious serious stuff and so yeah i think i think kind of just hitting the reset and saying okay the division like this is where it's going to start and I'm going to move forward from here. I think that's probably a pretty smart decision. So I'm curious though, like uh, Division Two. What are your initial thoughts? What do you like? What do you not like? Tell me about you. What do you think? Um, you have a lot I was more nervous. Hours than I, do. I was really nervous because like I, I didn't mind Division One. It was just it is what it is. Um, it got better towards it went on. So I was nervous that it was just going to be another incomplete game. Like some people have their opinions on Anthem. I didn't play it. I see where, you know, people can go either way with it, but. 
Um, yeah, no, starting off the bat, I think the map design looks outstanding. Like Washington DC looks beautiful. I mean, obviously it's it's not because of the outbreak and all that, but just the idea to a game, I think it's gorgeous. Uh, I think the enemies are fair. Like the bullet sponging was a little excessive, I felt in the first one. This one, I feel like it's still challenging, but it's also more rewarding. Um, one thing I don't like, I mean, I have a decent amount of hours in, but I just feel like I'm not getting good loot. I feel like I'm constantly yeah. just getting pretty crappy stuff, but I'm hoping as the game goes on, I progress, it'll pick up. But uh, yeah, no, I'm really liking just the way the enemies fight. I like the, it's not the same thing every time. It's a different environment. It's a different mission like you can do you know control points and strongholds which is mm -hmm. pretty similar as you go on but i don't know each one feels different so i just like that it's really unique um i love how they're introducing content all the time a lot of free content because that's my biggest thing i hate microtransactions i hate paying for the rest of the game so the, the fact that they're doing that it shows that they're trying to make amends for the mm -hmm. original division so yeah no, I, i'm loving it i think it's great um, when you say the loot doesn't feel rewarding, is there, what's, what's the, what's the Delta between what you're getting and what you feel like you should be getting? Well, when I, let's say gold enemies or even purple enemies, I feel like they don't, I think I've only seen a few of them actually drop anything. Okay. That's kind of like, all right, if you're, you know, this is a boss, like you're a gold enemy or a tank, I'm wasting half of my ammo on you. Give, uh -huh. give me something for it. Okay. I feel like they're just not giving me enough. And then when I do get it, it's a weapon that I either have already or it's just not a good weapon. So um, I, I just feel like I... With What about like the that, perks on those weapons? You Like, are you seeing perks on your weapons and are you able to like, okay, I've, I've gotten the, the police M4 already, but is this a better police M4? Uh, are you yeah, able I've to seen it. I don't know. I was hoping just, I want more variety. I okay. do see the perks and stuff, and some of them are pretty good. I just, I was hoping, at least early on, you would kind of just see more rewarding weapons and loot. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming as the game goes on, it'll get better. But like I said, even absolutely for reviews, fair. I, I got to beat it first. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, I'm, I'm sure there's even more to come and more that gets unlocked as you go. Oh, 100%. I know that, like, right now, World Tier 5, which is kind of the end game. Uh, isn't even available to people who are at the the furthest reaches of the end game. Like they haven't even un unlocked it yet from like a server standpoint. But like when that unlocks, that's when people will start grinding for like uh, actual gear sets. So like the division, the first one is known for having what are called classified gear sets, which are uh, sets of armor that all fit within a theme. And then if you have multiple pieces of it on, then you get special perks. So they have a version of it available right now for people who are in kind of the regular game. Uh, in that uh, armor comes in brands. So like Nike brand or Adidas brand or whatever. They have their own brands in this game. And if you wear multiple of the same brand, you get perks. But then like these gear sets, for example, they'll have like really big perks like that make huge, huge differences in your play style and uh, make very strong, meaningful differences in, in your builds and stuff. And so that'll be a fun thing that you can uh, start grinding for a little bit later. But I definitely see what you mean because... You know, if, you, if you're someone who likes using an automatic rifle or an assault rifle, right? There's there's like four, maybe five assault rifles. There's like four or five SMGs. There's maybe four or five LMGs, right? And so like once you've seen all of them, it doesn't take long for you to figure out what your favorite is. And then very quickly, it's like, okay, cool. Well, if this isn't a police M4, then I don't want it. 
and okay, cool. Like I have this please in for already. And so like what, what progression looks like can, can get narrow very quickly uh, in the, in the early part of the game. So I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. And especially cause this is like my first, I mean, I played like maybe a couple hours of Warframe, but that's not enough. But this is like my first real looter shooter. So I was kind of expecting like here, like here's cool stuff. Like here's the grind after you like defeated this boss. So that, that's oh. kind of like what I'm waiting for, but you know, growing pains, I gotta be patient. I'm a noob to this, so I'm <laughs> sure it'll all come around. Yeah. I mean, the definition of the grind and the definition of, of loot. Yes. It's a category of game. And yes, we can say like this game plays like Diablo or this game plays like Anthem or whatever, but every game at the end of the day approaches it very differently. And so making sure you define your expectations and define uh, what loot looks like and what progression looks like within the boundaries of the division uh, is going to be really important. And so, you know, maybe, maybe there's a piece of a piece to it that is not been like fully fleshed out for you yet. Like, you know, where do you stand on crafting and where do you stand on mods and where do you stand on particular perks for weapons uh, and that kind of stuff. So maybe, I'm, I, and I'm just picking at straws here. I don't know the answer to this question. And, uh, so it's entirely up to you, but like, um, I, I guess I would just say, do your best to make sure that, uh, that you have a very clear, like, you know, know what you're going for and then do your, uh, here's, I'm going to, I'm going to step back a moment, having a, having an end goal in mind, right? So having that gun, like what's, what's your biggest goal? Like, what is your perfect agent look like, uh, and, and forming that picture in your mind and then using the loot and the rewards that you get, not just from bosses. And I know like the bosses aren't the number one best source for loot, which is frustrating, but actually like chests and, and hidden caches are probably the best source, but using those as an opportunity to get your, your agent one piece closer to that, like perfect agent, right? One step closer, one step closer, one step closer. And it's those kind of progressions that I think will be most meaningful for you. Yeah. No, I just got to keep grinding. That's essentially what That's it is. It, man. Exploring and like, taking my time through every mission like oh is there a trash can i can open up or something like yeah. that yeah and i mean get creative right and you, like if you if you feel like you're starting to feel a little bit grindy or the game's starting to feel a little bit less fun and you, but you want to keep playing like don't be afraid to mix it up like if you've been going with ar and sniper rifle the entire time which is which is my favorite loadout uh and you want to you want to keep it fresh but uh you want to keep playing but you want to see the progression right uh, don't be afraid to to just go completely off the wall with builds and get creative with with what you're doing and swip, switch it up to being you know much more ability focused or uh, now I'm going to be up in your face with a shotgun and an SMG and I'm going to be an unstoppable force on the battlefield uh, or I'm going to be entirely sniper focused or you know the the division does a really good job of making it so that you can cater your gear towards a particular playstyle uh, and so you know the end version of your agent can end up being a lot of different things and so play with that have fun. And uh, know that there's like from from the standpoint of someone who's played a lot of these different kinds of games, this game has has got some pretty deep mechanics into it. So there's really a lot to dig in. So uh, I really hope you enjoy it and don't get don't get turned off by uh, some things that may not be immediately uh, obvious. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm definitely gonna be grinding this. I will beat this game, guaranteed. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, I think definitely like like th these this is the games as a service thing, right? It's not it's not even about just beating the game. It's about the you know, the year of content that thankfully is is free for people or included, not free, but it's included with the game uh, uh the purchase of the game, which is amazing, 
Right. Uh, so it's about that whole progression and, and, exactly. and, you know, getting into all of that content and whatnot. One thing I will say, I know you mentioned rug is it looks really good. And I got to say, it looks really good. The lighting, the lighting. Oh my God. It's, it's fantastic. Lighting is yeah. gorgeous. Bro. It, is, I was, it is just fun to be in this place. It looks, it looks real like a realistic as realistic as a game can look as far as how how the light shifts and changes and you can see the dust particles in the air and i'm like oh my goodness oh, yeah dude it looks wonderful and how the light changes over time which is great this is and this was a, a, a um, something that was really nice in the division one but just looks so much better now in division two. Oh my goodness well they definitely they've definitely completely overhauled uh, the color palette for this game. Uh, one thing I was talking about during stream, and I, I, I kind of miss it from the Division One, but uh, the first one took place in winter time in New York, and so yeah. everything was it was dark and dreary and kind of bluish looking because it was cold and it was isolated and it was lonely and it was sad. And they've completely shifted that for this one. And it is summer and it is hot and it is muggy and it is sweat and it is just uncomfort. Uh, or discomfort, I should say, uh, <laughs> from an entirely different viewpoint. And so you see lots of lots of dust, lots of smoke, lots of lens flare, lots of things that that give you an entirely different set of emotions than you did with the Division One. And it's just so cool, just like you said. Like there's so many visual cues in this game that make you feel those things without it ever saying like, "Ooh, it's hot out here." Yeah, like, yeah no yeah. one talks like that. No one has to because you can look at it and be like, "That looks awful." Yeah. And it looks muggy as hell. Yeah, you're right. It looks yeah, muggy dude. as hell. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, you're 100 um, right. I remember seeing, uh, I don't know where it was, like in, in as far as the story is concerned, but uh, it was Lagby who was playing, a mixer streamer, awesome dude. Um, he was inside. He was he was inside. You know, some building. I don't know, and and there was an explosion. And it was fire. It was like it was across the across the way. It was it was quite quite a, a distance, a respectable distance away. But the fire is freaking raging. And the next thing you know, you see this freaking black figure emerge from the flames, and he's standing there, and he looks freaking intimidating, you know. And I could see like like lag was over there, like bro. Well, he didn't say it like this. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the boss man it looks it looks like it's gonna be a fight you know and and it really did and uh it, it was it, a gorgeous looking uh looked you know really really fun and i was like man you know this this looks this looks really cool uh but yeah i think you're gonna like it rug i really do and i'm not a looter shooter dude you know but daddy tie fighter i think you do, whenever you got a question you gotta go to you gotta go to Daddy tie, you know. That's what I call him off stream. Yeah. Oh, is, that, is, is that what you call me? Oh you yeah. Must have missed that. that <laughs> and then you uh you up text. Right, right. <laughs> Yo, daddy, you up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cause uh, I am. Um. Alrighty. So, <laughs> with that said, let's go on to uh to the news to the news. Um. Well, I guess we can cue that music right about that music. Hey, now that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You made it once again. It is March fifteenth, two thousand and nineteen, Friday. 
aka two days ago if you're listening to this on Monday. Significantly more days ago if you're listening to it significantly later. But we are here and we have some wonderful stuff to talk to you about today. Uh, some cool stuff. Obviously, some uh, some really interesting things coming out of the Microsoft world this year, year this week. Uh, Inside Xbox was this week, and uh, Manny got a chance to watch it live, but I pulled some of the highlights. So, Manny, I'm going to give some of the bullet points here, but I'd love it if you could give us some color uh, behind some of the things that Xbox uh, said about things we can look forward to. Oh, word. But yeah. here we go. So, like I said, uh, Inside Xbox is a monthly show that Microsoft does to kind of showcase uh, big announcements that they have coming up, uh, interesting things, not just for people on Xbox, but for people within the Microsoft gaming universe. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, that Microsoft announced that Microsoft Studios was now turning into Xbox Studios uh, in general. So now Xbox is is not just the name of their console gaming, but the name of the Xbox, or the name of the Microsoft uh, gaming brand right so if, if it is if it is a game coming from microsoft it is an xbox game and that now applies to both console and to pc so to see inside xbox now is not to see console xbox news it is to see microsoft gaming news and so that's really exciting so first of all the first big announcement was that starting on april 4th uh one of the hardcore casuals favorites uh minecraft is going to be coming up uh, onto Xbox Game Pass. So if you have not yet tried the most popular game of the first 10 years of the 2000s, make sure you get on it with the Xbox Game Pass. So that's very exciting. Uh, And I believe, Manny, you can uh, confirm this. We still have uh, the uh, Hardcore Casuals Realm, right? Yes, we. well, so the Hardcore Casuals Realm uh, is, there's, okay, there's, there's a difference between the realms which is the which is uh, a, a server with Microsoft, right? Uh, and that is usually done with the cross-compatible version, right? So there's okay. and then right now it's called the Bedrock Edition, which is uh, cross-compatible with compatible with uh, PC and Xbox, right? There's another version, the Java version. Um, which is what we have, and that is tradition. That is PC only. So unfortunately, we we don't have the Xbox version uh, right now. Uh, we had to choose between one or the other, and we're doing the uh, the uh, the PC only. Now, hopefully, in the future, we can open up um, a realm, and it'll be cross compat, and that'll be open up the, the doors to a lot more people. Uh, but okay. either way, super exciting news. Because again, it's yeah. a huge, huge game, and still incredibly Absolutely. relevant. Surprisingly, I don't, I don't um, know I any mean, other game that's ten years old that that's as relevant as as Minecraft. Uh, I would rebut that with World of Warcraft, but that is Boom, a very roasted situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you know what? Well You're absolutely so right. You're absolutely right. Oh. You're absolutely right. But wow is but, one of those uh, trains that I wish I would have hopped on so many years ago. Dude, if it wasn't but, for the amount of money that it costs to play, I'd be all over it. Hand down. <laughs> well, okay. Yes, it costs a lot to play. You know, $15 a month or whatever it is a month is a lot. But people who play WoW generally play WoW, which means they're not spending 60 bucks a month on a new game. They're spending 15 bucks a month to play WoW. And so the argument could be made, if I'm spending 15 bucks a month, that means over the course of uh, a year... I'm spending what's that? Uh, 160 bucks, if my bad math works, ish. 150 bucks? No, 150. 180 dollars a year. 
That's what it is. That's better math. So that means I'm spending $180 a year on this game. Uh, but that only equates to three new games uh, otherwise, right? So, I mean, yeah, it seems like a lot of money, but you may actually be saving money if otherwise you'd be buying a bunch of new games. So there you go. But anyway, like that is a... Uh, man, I was never a PC gamer before I'm playing The Division right now on PC. And if I had been, I'd have been all about WoW. But I'm in the same situation with WoW, uh, Rugrat that you are with destiny where it's like, yeah, I'd love to, but man, it is, Mm -hmm. that is too far gone. There is no way for me to get caught up. Even if I could get up to level with everyone It is just, it isn't, it is a world of its own with a language of its own and memes of its own and just an entire culture that I am not a part of. And so it's just something I I won't understand and I never will. So (laughs) anyway, yeah, I I feel you there. That was super optopic, but uh, anyway, (laughs) Moving on. Minecraft, coming to Game Pass. Get on it. It's going to be great. Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Oh, baby. Two big announcements here. Halo MCC is coming to PC. Yeah. And and Halo Reach is coming to the Master Chief Collection. Huge news, guys. Does this have you pumped? Oh, absolutely. I was was freaking really... Uh, excited to hear uh, to hear about all this now, Rug. You're you're a Halo dude, right? Oh, I love Halo. Fantastic! I'm really pumped for it. I think Reach is easily one of the best games they had. I've what never was Reach. what I've did never Reach do Reach. so right? Yeah, it was just different. It wasn't Master Chief. That was that's what it did for me. I love Chief. Right, it was a prequel, right? Yeah, it was a before time. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the dates, but. No, it was just different. Like you, these each of these individual characters had something special and unique about them, and you just you were attached. The storyline, it was so unique. That's what I think what drew a lot of people to it. I people think that Reach is easily the best Halo of all time. I'm still a Halo Three sucker. That was my first real dive into competitive games, mm, and I just might as well, I'll, might as well. I'll, I'll always have a special place. But Reach, I just the world that you were in storyline the characters just the development of everything i thought was just really good awesome so just for some logistics here i believe that halo reach is going to be available via the mcc via the master chief collection but Mm -hmm. players who own mcc will have to purchase it as like a downloadable thing i don't think it'll be a full cost download but it doesn't come for free as a part of ownership of the game itself if you have the Master Chief Collection through Game Pass, then you will get access to Reach as a part of your Game Pass subscription. So if you have Master Chief Collection downloaded, awesome, you now have Reach downloaded as well. If you are on PC, they are making the collection available to you a la carte. So if you want Halo 1, 3, and Reach, awesome. Pay for those, download them, and enjoy them but I do not believe you are buying one cohesive chunk of games. You are buying them one at a time. So buy them as you will. They're going to all be available to PC players, which is really cool. It was, it uh, was my understanding that they were going to bring it one at a time, starting with, with Reach. I think you're right. I think they're coming out numerically. That so makes sense. One and then two and then three and then four. Right. And then Reach. Yeah. They is said ODST that... part of the collection? It is not part of oh, the, wow, the collection. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's... Okay, that's all right. But anyway, 
So ODST wasn't that. all that good anyway. <laughs> Whoa. That's all right. Yeah, Whoa. No, I was, no, I was worried about that. All right. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, Xbox is getting a new controller. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's called the yes. Phantom White oh, Special Edition. It's, it's like opaque white at the bottom, and then it fades to clear up at the yeah. top. It looks it's pretty, pretty cool. sexy. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it looks gorgeous. Ready. If you're listening to this right now, go to a, the nearest computer or on your phone. Type in uh, Xbox controller Phantom White and see how sexy it is. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to close it up on the inside Xbox talking about, uh, the X cloud project is coming soon ish. Yes. Uh, I'm going to read this verbatim from the news.xbox.com on today's episode of inside Xbox. We gave viewers the first real look at project X cloud, a version or sorry, a vision of game streaming technology that will complement our console hardware and give gamers more choice in how and where they play. We're developing project X cloud, not as a replacement for video game console, but as a way to provide the same choice and versatility that lovers of music and movies enjoy today. We're adding more ways to play Xbox games. We're excited to share more about the technology in the coming months, including the first details of how and when you can help us test in real-world scenarios later this year. It's coming, boys. I'm very excited. Uh, For those who don't know Project xCloud, the idea is that if you own a game on your Xbox, you will be able to play it on your phone wherever you are and have an internet connection because uh, Microsoft will do all the computing on their end and then just stream the game to your phone in real time. That's fantastic. It's insane. All you need is a controller and a phone and you're good. So that's very cool. And that actually complements a very important story that we have up next. Microsoft officially announced this week that Xbox Live is coming to iOS and Android devices and games. Now, this means one very specific thing to one very specific man. Mr. Buddha, <laughs> tell us why you're excited. Chivos! That's right, baby. <laughs> Xbox Give Live achievements Chivos. are coming to iOS and Android devices and all the games that may be associated with that. Uh, reading from The Verge, Microsoft is bringing its Xbox Live network and I- to iOS and Android devices. The software giant is launching a new cross-platform mobile software development kit for game developers to bring Xbox Live functionality to games that run on iOS and Android. Xbox Live features uh, like achievements, gamer score, hero stats, friends list, clubs, and even some family settings will be available on iOS and Android. And this article from The Verge uh, by Tom Warren goes on to go into much more detail. Uh, but man, this, I mean, it's looking like it's coming soon, guys. This, I mean, they're putting all the pieces in place. For us to fast. be able to play whatever game that we own and want to play literally wherever we want. It's just insane. I mean, can you imagine just having your phone on a plane at like 30,000 feet and you're just sitting there playing Forza on your phone and you're just laughing at the people next to you because they have to sit there reading a book and you're just like, ha! Just um, like it's the future, right? man. Cloud computing, bro. You know? It's coming. Yeah. No, he's not um, wrong. So I think like you're you I mean, you're all this is this is the direction and you can see the writing in the wall for quite some time right uh, that 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 this is the direction that all of gaming is going and and furthermore it seems as if it's uh, uh, with Google going in they they still have to make their their announcement it'll it'll be very very soon after the recording of this and we probably will be talking about it next week um, but. Well, they are they are rumored to be coming out with something 
in in the game space and cloud computing is is what we're assuming it's going to be. Uh, so we have Sony doing their thing, right? Sony uh, with with games now on on uh, on um, the iOS and whatnot, and Android device. I, was it Android or was it just iOS? I think it was just. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I think it was iOS. But either way, you you can play uh, PlayStation games on on uh, iPhones now, which is really awesome. Uh, but 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 the way Xbox is is, is handling it is, is a little bit different, you know. And I'm I'm just excited to see this direction. The gaming is gonna is gonna enter a whole new freaking you know era of 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 mobility, but a different type of mobility, right? Where where mobile games and 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 hardcore quote unquote games, uh, or uh, that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible, but you know you know what I mean, right? <laughs> like actual like console games, PC games with like some real beefy hardware, you know, uh, available on your freaking in your pocket. That's freaking crazy, man. I, I, I can't wait. Go. Yeah, man. Future's I can't wait, place, man. Yeah, bro. Oh, baby. It's crazy, dude. So next, Manny, this one's for you. We uh, brought it up a little bit earlier today. This is from Polygon. Uh, Michael McWhorter. Left for Dead creators Turtle Rock announce a new co-op zombie shooter, Back for Blood. That's the number four, Back for Blood. Oh, man. Now, Manny, I, I remember you may have enjoyed a little bit of Left for Dead. Bro, let me past. tell you. Is that correct? Let me tell you. Okay, so, so I love, love, love Left for Dead. I love Left for Dead. I... Like I would say, a good four years of my gaming career, if you can call it that, has been dedicated to Left 4 Dead exclusively. <laughs> right? Jesus. This is where this is where um, I I met Almond, right? Almond Zombie Duck, and I met her playing Left 4 Dead Two when it when that just came out, and. We've known each other because of Left 4 Dead, and there's a whole group of of us, like from the old Left 4 Dead uh, uh, days, that are still friends today. You know what I'm saying? So this is pushing almost 10 years, which is crazy to think about. You know, Um, Left 4 Dead is one of, if not the best multiplayer experiences I've ever had in my life. Right, and it's it's a unique kind of game because it. It, to play a full game, you, you had to dedicate, to play a game in verses, you had to dedicate like an at least an hour, <laughs> right? Oh, geez. A, an, a, yeah, because you had all the, you had all the different uh, um, uh, uh, chapters of the story and you have to play through it twice because, you know, it's the attackers go through, then the defenders go through. So you're at like really an hour to two hours per game. So... It, because of that, because of that, we would have these pre these um, like interview type lobbies where we, we if you didn't come in with a mic and this is the way the culture of that game was. If you didn't come in with a mic for the most part. Boom, you're booted. And when you do come in, <laughs> right, when you do get come booted. in, we're like, yo, are you going to freaking quit, bro? You know, if it starts going south, are you a chill person? Are you salty? We start we start tossing jokes to see are they gonna are they gonna reciprocate the jokes or are they gonna be a you know prickly about it you know uh so this at least for us <laughs> this became part of the left for dead ritual and we would play two to three games uh well really two two different games 
a night because it was like at least an hour <laughs> of per per game, right? So either way, Left for Dead, amazing game. I love it. Uh, and now Turtle Rock hasn't. We haven't had a Left 4 Dead three because it's not. It's, Turtle Rock made the game, but it's under it's under Valve, and Valve doesn't believe in making um th- uh three the thirds right. They stop at two. They stop at two, and then that's it. That's the rule. Yeah, it's a rule. So I'm excited, super excited. Now every time you see a game like this, where it's cooperative and whatnot, they're like, oh, it's like Left 4 Dead, but it's never like Left 4 Dead. It's never quite like Left 4 Dead. There's lots of things yeah, that are Fall. that are Said the same thing. Say it again. People thought Earthfall was going to be oh it's going to be Left 4 Dead but aliens it, it was not. It, yeah, th- so slightest. there's something so so you played Earthfall and you played Left 4 Dead, right, Rug? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what was what was different? Like there were a lot of things similar, but it the wasn't. Story. It, um, I just felt like Left 4 Dead. You just got a story. You got a, just I don't know. I felt the co-op was a lot more fun. The like you know how you like Friday the 13th because you can talk. And you can just be annoying and just right, right. mess around with your friends. You can do that in Left 4 Dead. And just, yeah. I think the map design, I think the, the variety of zombies was cool. Like you just, there was something always going on. And even though you played the game over and over and over again, you just felt like you were going through it differently. Earthfall so, was okay, very Well, you say, static. okay, variety of zombies. Earthfall had a variety of, and you can, you can call them out. It's, it's basically copied and pasted from, from the model of Left 4 Dead. You know, you can say, hey, there's a boomer, which is a Left 4 Dead style zombie. And you know exactly what what it is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely. what I'm saying? But, but I just feel like so, the, the level design was just bland and static. It was just a straight line. Yep. There wasn't, I don't know, I remember, I think it was Left 4 Dead 2, where you were in this burning building almost, if I can remember directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, First you episode, jump outside of yeah, and you're just. Hey, and you're just going through like that's a fantastic level design. I felt like for Earthfall, it was just more of like, all right, I'm I'm dropped into this place and I'm just kind of following this pretty basic path. There isn't a whole lot of things to do. I don't know. I just felt like it's was too bland, and you know, everyone was hyping it up too much. I I think that was another thing that killed it was the hype that destroyed it. Hype is a double-edged sword, Um, and and Ty actually alluded to that in one of his articles on the hardcorecasuals.com slash blog. Uh, check yeah, it check out. it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, hype can definitely be a double-edged sword. You're absolutely right. Now, I think you touched on something interesting. It's like the way they told the story, right? Because it, for Left 4 Dead, they, they didn't have your traditional storytelling, but it was but it was very thematic, and each level quote unquote had its own story to it and they gave it like a movie poster and and so they knew that this is a a chapter of a story and how they went about it was with the with the random dialogue of the characters and i think that is is one of the key things that probably people don't even realize of why you like these characters because you've actually gotten to know them throughout the progression uh as you play so in the very beginning it's like they don't know each other all that well right they they are they're just getting to know each other they're they're figuring each other out um and then they start asking questions 
to each other and then they they'll they'll give little snippets of, of information they as you as you walk through now you can choose to look at it or not but you can see posters on the wall that tell a story you can like all, every safe house has has like handwritten notes like if if there was uh any type of really large catastrophe and, and you know people are just trying to to write notes to their loved ones with a hope that they would they would read it they would you can see these written along the wall and you can see from safe house to safe house like different story progressions it's really crazy and how they told the story was completely unique and because of that i think that you're absolutely right rugby because of that you actually cared about what yeah, was going no, on the dialogue was so rich i think that's what a, a lot of games today are missing they're trying to do too much they're throwing so many trailers and you know there's the hype like the hype is too much when the game like we just want very basic things good story yeah. you know don't lie to us just well yeah what you're gonna say. Yeah. just don't lie. it's it's not hard it's right. really don't not lie hard. you're like, right that's a good starting just, point <laughs> Like, well, how if you look at it now like how basic was the left for dead model it's and it's so basic and we ours you you have lifelong friends you what was it five years of your life four or five years of yeah, your gaming four, career yeah. at like, least four years where that's the dead. only game i played can you say that about any other game not really no well, like it, how basic I like, mean, there's, just, there's no game i could get even close to that on it's exactly <laughs> and just the fact that i it played was basic i played smite for like a year and a half but there was like a two or three month gap in the middle and by the end of it like i'm never gonna play smite again like <laughs> i, 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 I would it. Play. it was a great game i loved playing it i'm never gonna play it again well i think yeah, I, just, I think i think it's, it's weird stuff. because it, each game took at minimum one hour, right? At minimum one mm -hmm. hour. And you had to have communication. And because of that, we, we, we knew it's a time investment with this person. And if I don't know you, I'm going to check you out first. And the people that lasted were, were freaking really super chill. And then, and then we said, okay, you're somebody I want to play with again. And, and, and then you just play, you ended up, with this whole crew of people that that through trial and error are like, yo, you're super freaking chill. And next thing you know, it's almost 10 years down the road and we're still friends. I've never had a gaming experience like that. I, I mean, well, now it's a little different because we're streaming and it's more public and, and you know, we're meeting so many amazing people. But, you know, the, the, the game, for a game to bring people together, I think it's really awesome. And you see that more and more. Uh with you know with chat being as easy as it is and all that stuff but but left for dead is my game <laughs> you know it's, it's a good game and like i said it's basic like they do people cared about their product look at halo 1 halo 2 halo 3 halo 3 ods halo reach um call of duty call of duty 4 call of duty world at war call of Duty, like all these big names people they cared about them they gave you exactly what you wanted now you don't get that it's been what five i think it started in college five years or so where we've just been getting games that are just not what they're what we're being told they are so it's like mm -hmm. it's not just give us the basics 
like nobody like we're not that picky as gamers i think at least in for me i'm not that picky just have the game work and we're good like, just have it work don't make me pay another 60 bucks for the second half of the game just give me a game i know boda is like disagreeing with you in his in his mind oh yeah <laughs> gamers suck uh, every 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 single one of us are horrible people. We're horrible <laughs> people. Get out of here, bro! I can't. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> you know. For, you know. For every game we like, there's 20 other games that we totally dis- are disgusted by. So I mean, it's all like just preference. Yeah, but bro, really. come on, Buddha. The game. There's been what? plenty of games that have deserved the wrath, bro. You can't. Uh, th- I think. I think every game out there deserves the wrath at one point or another. There's not, and not every game is everybody's cup of tea. Like you guys talked about Division Two earlier. To be honest with you, there is nothing about Division Two that interests me whatsoever. I watched streams of it. I almost bought it. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Something. I hated Division One. I hated Division One. I'm sorry, Ty, and I, and I know I, that's why I didn't say anything because I was like, Ty's gonna hate me for this. But I was, I you know, Division Two just didn't. I, I tried because you know, you know, you know me. I buy games, like you know, and I'm like. It just it it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't spark anything in me other than I've seen all this before. Like this all looks the same to me. Like I play Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I feel like that's what I'm looking at. Another oh, Tom Clancy yeah. game. You know what I mean? So it's like Wildlands. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Babe, you know what I mean? Clip? Like it is, you know, we're. As, you I just feel like yeah. yeah. As, I, I feel like as gamers, like you know, we 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 we. Everybody wants something different, so it's really hard to, to keep all of us happy. But like, so. But you were such a fan of of Monster Hunter, and at, yeah, like, but yeah. the loop is the loop is there. Like that's that's, that's what it. I'm saying. But for whatever reason, like I looked at Division Division Two, and I was like, ah. I watched some streams of it, thinking that might spark some interest. It didn't. Like twenty minutes in, I'm like, okay, I think I've seen all I need to see. I, I just don't. Jeez. It just didn't do anything for me. And I know that's your jam. I know that's your jam. I know that's your jam. But... I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Ah, yeah, I know. I know. But you know, talking about back to back to Left for Dead. Uh, did you guys ever play Vermintide? Did you guys like that version yeah. of the Left for Dead model? Okay, so Vermintide is fun and it is cooperative, right? But it does not have the it's the PVE, right? Where where Left 4 Dead had the PVE as well as the PvP aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is completely missing from Vermintide. And and ultimately, what we ended up really getting into was the PvP, right? Uh, you had your friends, and then you you got together and you played with with the enemies, with you know, gotcha, uh, gotcha. The, you could be the zombies as well, right? right? right Which right. is which is a little bit different, you know. Hmm. So yeah, Vermintide does a good job, and it is fun, and it is it's very good. And I think is it still part of Game Pass, or, or did they they took that out a while ago, right? No, uh, I think they took it out a while ago. It's still in there, I think. Is yeah, it? I think it's still in there. Ah, right, word. Uh, it's good, solid game, but still, um, Left 4 Dead something is something different. Now, now listen, yeah, Turtle Rock also brought us Evolve. We can't get to it. I can't get, I need to temper my excitement because Turtle Rock brought us Evolve. Yeah, but which, was Evolve inherently a bad game or just poorly marketed? A little I, bit of both, I think. I think it was a little bit of both. I, I, think, I think what it was is uh, there was just so much of it that was, 
like you had to pay for, you know, it was really nickel and dime to death. And it was one. Oh like, yeah, it was. It was nickel to dime to death. It really is. It was a shame. It was, it was a terrible shame as an example of like corporate greed. <laughs> but here's the other thing on top of all that, on top of all that, it was really uh, unbalanced. And what ended up happening was if you're, if you're decent with the, it was supposed to be the the hunters go out, of course, and they, they clash against the freaking, um, they clash against a freaking uh, monster. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you have a bunch right. of different engagements. What ended up happening is the freaking um, uh, monster, you just run around. You're just running around in circles, you know? Uh, unless, of course, the monster is a total noob, and then the, then the monster is getting trapped up and beaten up, and it's not really fun for anybody. But you can anybody. just run the whole time? Well, because the monster for Evolve has to run around and and level up and what ends up happening is and you can see like there's like uh clips of of uh of matches you can see the movement of everybody and it's just people running around in circles until the monster levels up and then they they have their 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 battle and it it, it like there was a long stretch of time where that's all that there was chase 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 and and it got a little bit stale after that you know what i'm saying uh, it didn't have the same conflicts, like the continued engagements, like like a Left 4 Dead had, you know. So they couldn't figure that out. I think I think down the road, they did. They addressed a lot of things and they changed it. But by that time, mm, there was no real interest in the game, and and you know, because as imbalanced as it was, it was still being nickel and dimed. So those two things <laughs> put together. It just destroyed the player base, but you know. All right, cool. Well, Alrighty. they got a new game coming. Let's. We've spent the whole time talking about Left 4 Dead and how great it was, and then evolve. Uh, but the makers of those games, they have a a new game coming out. Back for Blood. Uh, quote from them: "Back for Blood is our own brand new original IP. You'll be able to shoot up lots of zombies like in Left 4 Dead, but there's a whole lot of new stuff in Back for Blood, which makes it unique." Uh, they end up giving very, very little detail about what it is, uh, no detail about when it's coming, and no trailer. This is literally just them saying, hey, it's us. We're making this game, and it's coming sometime. So mm. get ready. There it is. Uh, there you go. All right, so one final story for you guys for the news this week. Uh, this is uh, something that we've been waiting for for months now i mean significantly behind schedule in my opinion battlefield 5 firestorm battle royale has been officially announced given a release date uh it's finally here um i mean they told us it was coming in march and here we are in march and it's here but holy wow this should have been here with the release of uh the game itself you anyway so? from i don't know oh, i think so shoot man. 100 percent I don't yeah, think so think because so. if if you, so. if you if you if you you know and I said this when we talked about it before if you came out with the game and the battle royale everybody's going to play the battle royale and you're not going to play the rest of the game and I think yeah but people are going to play the game what's that but people will play people will be playing Battlefield Five and not Call of Duty yeah they'll be you making know, money at the end of the day. And so right now, uh, right now, Firestorm is going to launch, and people are going to be like, "Awesome, cool. Um, let me play a few rounds. I'll get back to my Apex." 
That's what I'm saying, bro. Maybe so. Maybe so. But, I mean, if they had the BR out and then Apex came out, people are still going to go play Apex. I think this game came out feature incomplete, and this should have been as a part of the original launch. But, anyway, the IGN article here from... I don't see an author. IGN writes, Firestorm will be a 64-person battle royale with an option to play solo or in squads of four and will take place on a new map called Halvoy. EA says it's a battle it's Battlefield's biggest map ever, roughly 10 times Ooh. the size of Battlefield 5's already huge Hamada map. Wow. And will have an expansive terrain that ranges from snow-covered mountains to open waterfronts and everything in between. A new cinematic trailer uh gives us a first glimpse at what the map and some other features of Firestorm which includes airstrikes, vehicles and destructible environments. You can watch that trailer here. The official Firestorm site also says there will be objectives to claim on Halvoy that you can earn even better loot, but doesn't explain exactly what those will look like. But it does say there will be 17 different types of vehicles from tanks to helicopters to tractors and different rarities of loot. EA also says Firestorm will grow after launch with new features and improvements. The only specific plan listed for what those updates will include is the addition of a duos mode in April. It's coming March 25th. Hope you guys are ready. Sounds awesome, yeah. in my opinion. The yeah. trailer was cool. Battlefield Five, I think it was, it's going to be fun. Um, I mean, yeah, it does sound cool. Do you guys think that people will buy Battlefield to play this? No, uh, I'm debating on not. it, but I, I, I probably won't. I mean, buy I don't it. know. It's, 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 it's. I mean, it's always on sale right now, so they might just because. What's it's on what's sale. the average price of it right now? Well, I mean, it's either if if it's the the sale price is usually thirty bucks, right? I I probably still wouldn't buy it. You, you lost me. You waited too long. Well, that and now there's a battle royale that's free. Yeah, and I and I, and that's the thing. It's like I guess it depends on what you're buying it for. Like the, I I didn't buy it because I I knew they were gonna have a battle royale. Like that's I right. That's, 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 a small I, piece I of the, that's a small piece a... of the pie. I think there's two different groups of people here. I think there's people who play Battlefield and are really excited for this. And I think there's people who play yeah. Battle Royales and don't play they Battlefield. Don't yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I love Battlefield and I played the beta for Battlefield 5. And it just felt like Battlefield 1. And I was like, you know what? It's anything. To me, it didn't feel different. Bro, so I was like, I'm, I'm not going to buy the, the same game. game. Yeah. Yeah. If it came out with the Battle Royale mode and maybe something. Else, I'd be like, all right, nobody go give it a shot. But I was like, I'm not paying for the same game. I still love Battlefield. I think it's great. I'm still waiting for my Bad Company Two remastered. Yeah, but uh, that would be cool, right? But I don't know. I, I I may buy it, but it would have to be on sale for like twenty bucks or less. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll do like uh, you know, uh, Black Ops and sell it separate. Yeah, no, I would I would buy that then. I spent like is 10 that out? Bucks. Like, are people I think doing it's for that P- now? For PC, it's out. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. But not for console though. But I mean, I'm not. I, why? Why would I want to spend money on that when I could just do Apex? Yeah. See, but, Apex is a huge monkey wrench. You know what I'm saying? For 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 this, you know, like, okay, there was no real alternative. I mean, it's a different style of BR, but it's a different style of BR. Absolutely, you're right. But but still, it's a first person. BR where where there wasn't really before like a solid first person BR uh, uh PUBG which is a, still a, a, you know it's a good it's a good game but 
I think at this at this point in time, there's just other options which are just technically superior, right? Like not as janky, not as buggy. Looks they looks nicer, right? Smoother, all that all that fun stuff, <clears throat> and and um, and free. Now with Apex, free. Uh, why why would you go in to to buy a PUBG now? Why would you go in to to buy a a, a Call of Duty? For, for for this experience, I I I don't really see it. I don't see it. Yeah, not I mean, anymore. Fortnite, not not in a post Apex world. Yeah, you gotta be freaking real good. World, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, but, for those of us that already have Battlefield Five, oh this no, is cool. That's what I'm. I, I, yeah, sweet. I, I agree, and I think Ty is a hundred percent right. I I mean, I, there's going to be some people that that get the game for it. I think absolutely, especially. With the game uh, and median sale of thirty dollars or whatnot, and they might bring it down for a little bit for, you know, like twenty dollars. I think it's a very very interesting idea to pick oh, yeah. up pick if up you're only up. looking for that one mode. I mean, maybe. I mean, the the the, the campaign's a lot of fun. Uh, it looks great. The multiplayer for me, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think they still have rush mode on right now, but. I don't know. It, they had a lot of content that they dropped before the BR stuff. You know, they had a lot of cool, like almost battle pass esque stuff going on for different kinds of weapons and skins and and that sort of thing. So, I feel like uh, you know, the tail end of it is is the BR. So, you know, I'll chew on that for a little bit, and then I'll probably go back to the the regular stuff. You know. I don't think any BR game is going to really hold me, not no matter how good it is. I mean, it's just not. It's something that I like to play once in a while, not something I can play right. all the time. Right. Yeah, no, I would think I, I'm, I'm with you on that. that. One, go, uh, go ahead, Rug. No, I'm saying like I'm I'm with him on that. Like Apex was cool. I can't play it too long. Right. Black you know, Ops Four, Blackout, really cool. Can't play it too long. I'd rather play just a regular Call of Duty competitive or like team deathmatch. Like yeah. that's why I like Battlefield. It was just like just keep running through these matches. I just hate going in. As a coming from a streamer standpoint, going in dying instantly, and I'm like, there was your content, guys. <laughs> let's go back to the let's go back to the lobby and figure it out. And I have nothing to tell you today. We're gonna keep doing it until we get a win. Yeah, we got a win. That only took me six hours to show you something cool. Yeah, uh, no, I like yeah. Uh, well, I guess like the thing is, I, I guess if you go back and listen to to these podcasts, like there was a time where I was super pumped to to see for Battlefield. You know, what I'm saying I was super pumped. I'm a Battlefield dude, and I and I was. And Maybe I that's said, where we met, actually. Yeah, man. And we we, morning, we started America playing Battlefield together. Oh man, remember that? That was a, those are good times. But anyway, good times. yeah, I like Battlefield. I do, but I, I um I you know Battlefield Five. It looked the same. It looked, and they they had some of the same issues that have been still from like Battlefield, you know, three. Battlefield three had some issues, but it was super solid. And those those same issues went from Battlefield four and somehow got a little bit worse, and then went to Battlefield one and somehow got a little bit worse. And now, and then it got to not not to say that these weren't fun games. I loved Battlefield three amazing battlefield 4 after its year of hell launch uh was was really really solid battlefield 1 but they never actually improved upon some of these core issues you know and and then now it's like unexcusable when i look at it like 
you you have to fix your stuff, man. You know, <clears throat> like example is EA as far as Battlefield is, it has the worst menus in the business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't understand. How can you have such a clunky, a clunky, you know, matchup system trying to get your friends together? It shouldn't be all that difficult. You know, it's slow and clunky and you load in and, and, and then you have to go back. If somebody doesn't, you know, fails to connect, it's clunky to back out and go back in. It's like, it should be quick, simple, easy, you know? How, how in the world was Battlefield 3 faster to get people in game than Battlefield uh, 1? Inexcusable, you know? I mean, but then that, again, the marketing. The of the, is that a function of the Frostbite engine? Maybe. I, but I mean, how how in the world was it was it you know better and faster and, and like they they add some things to 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 improve it and then they 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 let it go for the next game and I don't understand why it's always that same process for the battlefield games you know what I'm saying not to say that again I have a it's, I I love the battlefield games but there's a certain point where it's just like you know. Hey, it's I'm seeing these same issues. I'm you know, uh why just why at this point? Why? You know. And then and then there was a whole other slew slew of of issues, but one of the things is is the the marketing of it. Like if you're going to go in if this was a surprise, if they said, "Hey guys, we're adding a battlefield and we didn't tell you about it at launch as a key feature." People would be pumped for it. Right now it's just like a Oh yeah, I remember being excited for that way back when, and now I don't really care as much because hype hype trains, they come and go, bro. Very quickly. Yeah. I don't know. Although, and I said before, Battlefield is is the perfect environment for a for a, a really cool battle royale, and this. Could that's a really big map. Uh, it's a huge map now. That's really big. Uh, um, I mean, really, that's dauntingly large. Giggity, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, what, what do you think, Rug? Do you think that that size, that scope, is that too big? No, not at all. Battlefield is notorious for having big maps, people should expect it from EA. Like, that's the one thing that I liked about Battlefield. But it was also the one thing that why we don't have a competitive battlefield scene. Maps are just too big. I think that would they're staying true to themselves. They're just kind of like following a trend. I think if they were to make it a small map, I don't think it'd be as fun because the best part about Battlefield is flying, having the tanks, doing all these crazy things that you will never get in Call of Duty. So do you do you think it would be more competitive? I I, I was kind of thinking about this. Like uh, obviously, if, if it's an if it's an enormous map, if it's as big as they say it is, and they're only throwing sixty eight people or whatever it is onto this map, they've got to have a way to condense it uh, in a reasonable amount of time. Like you, sh a battle royale round can't it can't last like an hour. It just no, no, from, you'll a, lose from a gameplay standpoint, from a content standpoint, that is too dry. And so that means that the uh, the edges of this map are going to have to shrink quick. And so yeah, I, th I think, I think that's going to play into the title of this, right? The firestorm. I don't think there's going to be such thing as, as getting caught by the circle and then getting back. 
No. I think I think, I think if you be... get caught by the circle, you're dead. And I think it's going to move reasonably quickly. And so okay there's going to be a lot of vehicle play. I think that vehicles are going to be really important. And oh, so yeah. this whole camp and have your safe spot and know where you're you're just going to chill and wait for everyone to kill themselves. No, I don't think that's going to be it because you're going to have to constantly be on the move to get away from what I think will be a, a very deadly wall. Looks no, no, a hundred percent. And especially just because like in battle, everything is destroyable. So if you're camping, your whole building is about to crumble. You done dead. Good luck. Yeah. No. So I, I think it'll Yo, be really, that, really, See, I, that, that sounds exciting to me, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but I gotta, I gotta temper my, you know, my hopes for, for, cause I, again, I do like battlefield. And I think it has the potential to be really, really cool as far as, like, this whole um, battle royale type thing with, like, rolling in with a squad of tanks versus a bunch of freaking RPGs and, and planes. And, I mean, we got to see what the hell they're going to bring to the table. But unfortunately, I think this is basically a test run for the real br that comes uh, with the next with the next game when it's all in one complete package because they this is basically just a beta test for their actual game which is going to be in a couple years <laughs> i don't know. i don't i don't i don't think it worked out i i think they would have went the route of black ops and like no campaign we're going to just give you a, a a piece for the multiplayer and then then a br if they would have done that, there would have been yeah. no campaign to it. I think that would have been a, a good choice, but I mean, we'll, we'll I mean, see. I think yeah. we can't really do anything until we see it. Right, right. It has potential. Like I've said, and I've said, I've said this before. It has a lot of potential to be something oh, yes. different and special. A hundred percent. But I've been hurt before. I've been scorned before. <laughs> Man, you gotta believe, bro. You, you gotta, gotta believe. believe. I don't know, man. For some things. I believe in myself. I don't believe in these mo's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for news today. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah, we had good conversation. I like how the news stories today were less news stories and more diving boards into interesting other topics. So thank you for that. That was fun. I like that. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I agree. Good stuff. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's pretty much that. Um, now, Rug, you're going to have to skedaddle after this, right? Yes, unfortunately, my time is up. That is all right. Hey, can you remind us where where we can find you? You can find me on Mixer.com slash Gaming and also Facebook.com forward slash Gaming, where you're going to see a lot of The Division and Call of Duty. So, yeah, if you guys are into that, come on by and hang out. Oh, baby. And I would like to also just throw out there that um, as as the stream team uh, and and uh, I guess it's really is beyond the team at this point uh, with our 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 mission with the hardcore casuals community is to really start doing more community events and and uh, Rugrat here is is really heading up that effort um for for the community events uh we're gonna have um our our, our first one f for this effort rocket league uh that rug is is heading up on the 21st go to the hardcore slash events but we're gonna have more to come rug do you want to say anything about about your your uh thoughts on on 
like the future of uh like the tournaments like what what kind of things could, can we look forward to um what what is your hopes for for the hardcore casual tournaments and then you can bow out um yeah no i think what you're going to expect from the hcc events and tournaments is just variety because the entire team is made up of just completely different people we have minecraft players we have you know magic the gathering players we have first person shooters we have people who do brs we have looter shooters so like you're gonna see a different variety of games we have fighter uh streamers like dizzy buck who loves fighting games so i'm hoping after our rocket league tournament by the way just those those who do want to be a part of it uh just get a duo it's single elimination just come and have fun don't worry about being competitive or i'm not that good that does not matter trust me because there could be definitely players in this tournament that are not that good so you will be well at home. But yeah, no, I'm hoping that just this is like the seed that is just going to grow into be something that is well known and large volumes, people being a part of it, a larger team that can help me create, you know, promos and just more artwork and just kind of grow the brand, but also just make HCC just a fun place where it's like, you know what? I wonder if HCC is doing a fun little casual tournament. Like mm-hmm. I want to be a competitive gamer, but I just don't have the high enough skill level to, you know, play in game battles. No one wants to be on my team. I just want to be a part of something. And this is where it's going to be, where it's going to be competitive, but it's also going to be casual. Where it's just oh, fun, baby. just come and hang out. Yeah. And, and just... Hardcore casual, if you will. Exactly. Just come and enjoy <laughs> being a gamer, where we're not going to judge you on your skill level. It's just going to be a fun, rewarding experience. That's what I'm hoping for out of all of this. Word. And that's what we're all about, man. Absolutely. So we look forward. It's exciting. This is something that we talked about for a long time. Basically, look, Ruck has been around since since day one, basically, right? And this is something that we talked about in the beginning. I remember, like, our first conversation as, like, a team between, you know, team members of Rugby and I. He's like, hey, have you given thought to the competitive gaming scene? I was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I have. Right? <laughs> right but i don't know anything about it yeah so so um i uh, it's something that we have been thinking about for a long time and it's you know starting starting really small that's uh, and and we hope that it'll continue and it'll grow but we are we're we want to back it we you know so yeah rug thank you so much and and i guess so much for having me oh word absolutely dude um sorry about that uh we check out the hardcorecasual.com slash blog in the podcast notes we will have the links to for for rugrat right rugrat uh gaming uh so definitely check that out and rug thank you so much um thank you, you have guys. a great night yeah you too i'll see you guys all next time have a good one take it easy bud yeah thanks so Work. much for joining Peace. us Peace. Peace. So good, man. um and that little, uh, I guess we need a segue. I, um, and I'll, uh, actually, we don't need a segue. We'll just say, hey, Buddha. Yeah, oh, hey. Do your thing. <laughs> Do my thing. Here I go, people. Do that. Do my thing out there. So, uh, so this is what we got right now. Uh, for Game Pass, we've got uh, Fallout 4 coming on back out. It was gone for a minute. Now it's back now. Yeah, that's uh, so- weird. Uh, yeah i I mean you know i don't know i mean i guess at at some point in another you know we'll we'll start seeing games like 
mm-hmm. coming back and leaving and coming back type of thing. Uh, I, who, who knows why it left in the first place? Uh, it's licensing know, it agreements. For... It's the same on Netflix. You know, things come yeah, and go. Awesome. They come back again. Yeah, something. Uh, who, who knows? You know, maybe uh, Bethesda looked at it as like, oh, hey, you know what? It was it was very successful on Game Pass. Maybe we need to get it back out there. Who knows? Uh, we also have F1 uh, 2018, if you're into those racing games. Um, games of Gold and uh, some of the other things we've already talked about uh, last week, so I'm not going to go back over those. But for our backwards compatibility, we do have uh, Castlevania uh, Harmony of Despair. Uh, so if you never got a chance to uh, what is dip that? into that. What's that? What is that? It, it's it's another one of the uh, Castlevania series. Well, okay, is that is that the one that's the the two D scroller? Like it like it's HD, but it's meant to be more retro. Well, I mean, they're all kind of retro. I mean, that's just Castlevania. Yeah, but, but there uh, was there was one that this was. This one's a little bit more on the. It's a little bit on the flashy side, I guess. You yeah, say. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is the one I'm thinking. I mean, Symphony of the Night is probably the cream of the crop. I mean, that's what everybody plays as far as like their when, whenever I'm the you cream see, of the crop. Yeah, yeah, the top of the highest mountain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if 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 you're going to do like speed runs and stuff like that, Symphony of the Night is usually what people play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, I, I think uh, right now as it stands, I think all the the Castlevania series uh, that came out on like on 360 went on has all uh, become uh, backwards compatible. So word. So Capcom is uh, giving it up. Uh, we do have the uh, as far as sales go, the Deep Silver Publisher sale. Uh, you can get up to 80% off uh, games such as like Kingdom Come Deliverance. I think uh, Saints Row is a part of that. Um, uh, Metro uh, 2033 Redux, mm-hmm. uh, Homefront, The Revolution, Dead Island. Uh, some of those games are uh, that are on there. Uh, so it's a pretty good sale. There's, there's one game in particular, though. It's called Deadlight. And it was a game that I played on 360 uh, way back in the day. It was on Game Pass, but it's since been removed. Uh, but that is a really cool zombie side scroller. Um, if you get it on sale right now, it's a, it's three dollars and it's way worth it. Um, it's a really cool. Uh, the cutscenes are really cool. It's got a really neat story to it. If you like that zombie stuff, if you like uh, you know The Walking Dead and and uh, you know Left for Dead or that that that, that zombie esque storyline, uh, Deadlight is a is a pretty good one for on the cheap. A good little indie. Uh, but that's all I got as far as sales and whatnot. Word. Well, I guess I guess that that is that. Do we have anything else, or do we have any cherries to add on top of this beautiful uh, podcast Sunday we have going on here? I don't Honestly, think so. Man, uh, I don't know. Go dude. see Captain Marvel. That's all I got yeah. to say. <laughs> I teared oh, up. I teared up in the first minute of the movie. I'll tell you that. Oh my god! Really, yo? Oh Friggin' yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess, yeah, I, I, I guess it's not technically spoiling anything, but they do a nice, a nice tribute to Stanley. That was very, oh word, okay. Hit you right in the feels, right in the, right in the mouth, as I would say when playing Magic, right in the mouth. Oh, like right in the mouth as, like as much as, like as much as Up when it started. What's that? As much remember as up, movie, that, up, that movie. Remember the oh movie? Remember God. the first five minutes of Up? That was such a. I mean, that was the most pretty emotional sad. lack of yeah. dialogue I've ever yes, seen in my entire. Yes, I agree totally. 
Jesus Christ. I, that made me almost cheer up. I was like, oh my yeah. goodness, I got to hold on to something. <laughs> it was so freaking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was... used to be like, oh, that's sad. And then I got married and it's just like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's something. It's something. That that was that was those that five minutes of that movie, uh, the 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 introduction was probably the most impactful introduction uh, in 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 movie history. I think, I think it's up there. You know, no words, getting it a point across. Oh, oh, baby, got me in the feels. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be like that. I mean, obviously, you had to had you know some special well, feelings for yeah. Stanley. In order to feel emotional about that, obviously oh, a guy right. like me, it's been in the comic books and you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, it's, it, it was hard when it happened, uh, when he passed, it was hard for me to even talk about it then. Uh, so seeing it then, and I, I wasn't aware that that was going to be like that. So it definitely caught me off guard and, uh, you know, definitely made my popcorn a little salty. So <laughs> a little moist. It's not, and then, and you know, the in the butter. in the cameo uh, that he has in the movie is is pretty epic too. So I mean, it was it was it was really nice. Like I, that was such a great touch, and I'm so glad that uh, they were able to do that. So, I actually read about about that um, with the the cameo and whatnot. So that Ooh. is definitely interesting. Uh, Gigi Stanley, uh, rest in peace. And um, well, we don't have time to to dive into that, but maybe maybe if there was you know another place we could talk about comic books, I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out. Uh, really, we appreciate you more than you know. Head out to thehardcorecasuals.com/slash podcast. Uh, if you do, please feel free to to say a little a little something, you know, a little a little at a boy, you know. Or if you have some questions, drop it. Uh, we really every every kind word, every question, uh, it all it goes a long way. Be like, hey, again, hey, somebody's listening. They they appreciate it, <laughs> you know. Um, it it helps us out a lot. Um, so go check it out. Go check it out. And also, while you're there, peruse the blog, peruse the the Discord. We wanna, we you know, we have a wonderful community of which you, that's right, you are welcome. Uh, so ho- come on in, say hi to the peoples. Um, we we can't wait to see you. And and uh, you know, hey, while you're at it, you can check out the Patreon, thehardcorecasual.com/slash/patreon. Um, you know, hey, get us a latte. Buddha, Buddha loves his lattes. I don't know if you knew, but uh, you can, you know, you can get him a, his latte for the month. Um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much. I'll see you later. Until next Peace. time. Peace. Peace. Excelsior, you mos.